Hello, everyone. This is Walter from Pop Culture Over Pizza. You can find us on Twitter at PCOP Podcast. And I'm here to give you a quick slice of UFC 229, the latest pay-per-view by the UFC promotion. Um, this occurred over at T-Mobile, the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, October 6, 2018. And I want to talk about three of the fights, uh, including the main one, which everybody is probably talking about this morning. But the first, first one is the heavyweight match between Derek Lewis and Alexander Volkov. This was a pretty anticipated fight. Um, you had a lot of people looking at Volkov as probably being the next it guy over at the heavyweight division. And he was taking on Derek Lewis, who was ranked number two, but had a reputation for a guy that had strong hands, good striking, but tends to gas in his fights. Um, and nothing really changed with this fight. Volkov came out, you know, was dominating the fight, was ahead in most rounds, except the problem is, especially in the UFC, if you don't finish your opponent, you leave the opportunity for him to come back, and that's exactly what Lewis did. He caught Volkov with a right hand where it seems Volkov was trying to set up a knee, um, dropped him, and then Lewis then proceeded to finish with ground strikes where Herb deemed stopping the fight. This was good enough to earn Derek Lewis performance of the night. And let's see, this probably may lead for a title fight for him. Moving on to the co-main event, this featured Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pennis in the lightweight division. Um, and this fight was good enough to earn fight of the night for both fighters. They both got $50,000 bonus for their performance um, and what a fight it was this was a brawl from the get-go this was a lot of back and forth um, and unfortunately Pettis could not continue after the second round because he suffered a broken hand it's interesting to see what happens next Ferguson immediately took the opportunity to call out McGregor um, and whoever he fights next will be a great fight speaking of McGregor that brings us to the main event of the night, the lightweight championship between Habib Nurmagomedov and Conor McGregor. Uh, Habib was 26-0 going into this fight, looking for his 27th win without a loss, and McGregor is coming two years from his last MMA fight. He did have a fight against Floyd Mayweather. Y'all know how that went. And so this fight here had a lot of history behind it. You're talking about McGregor's training partners calling out Habib, calling him a chicken. There was a um, altercation in a hotel room between that same training partner. I believe his name was Artem Lubov and Habib's camp. Um, there was some shoving and, you know, verbal exchanges of that. The thing about it is that McGregor caught wind of that and in the Barclays Center at UFC 223, he flew from Ireland all the way to Brooklyn just to confront Habib. Couldn't get into the building, but ended up attacking his bus. Um, charges were filed, but he, you know, they were dropped due to a plea deal by McGregor, and that led to this fight. This fight pretty much went the same way that most of Habib's fights have gone. Um, he dominated his opponent. You know, he dropped Connor a couple of times. Connor really didn't have a defense for his takedowns, and and the fourth round, um, Khabib 
sunk in a rear naked choke. Now, the interesting thing is that he didn't sink it in all the way. He didn't get under the, under the chin. Rather, what he did was he kind of grinded the jaw. And if anybody's ever been in a rear naked choke where you're grinding the jaw, that's pretty painful. Um, Herb Dean called the match, tried to separate the fighters. There was some difficulty because Habib didn't want to come off. And immediately afterwards, um, he went after Connor's camp, specifically Dylan Dennis, who was trash talking at the time. Apparently, he said something he didn't like. And what ended up happening is Habib jumped the cage and jumped into the crowd after the guy. And then that spurred a brawl both inside and outside the cage because then part of Habib's camp went after McGregor and there was this huge brawl. And let me tell you something. For a promotion that's been struggling with the notion that they've been a human cockfighting thing, this is not a good look for the UFC. We're, we, I thought we were past this stuff. You know, UFC, when it first started, didn't have a lot of rules. They've since implemented a lot, of, a lot of rules to make them more legit. And you take a step back whenever you see something like this. You know, it, it just feeds into the notion that these guys are just savages when they're really not. A lot of these guys are, are you know, very respectful. They respect the game. They respect the sports. They respect the art of martial arts. Um, a lot of these guys are educated. They know what they're doing. But when you have stuff like this, it feeds back into the notion of that human cockfighting element. Um, now, granted, Dana White's going to look at this and he's going to say he's going to say all the right things. He's going to say, well, the Nevada Athletic Commission is holding the purses. We're talking fines. We're talking suspensions. But at the end of the day, what's going to happen is that you're going to get a rematch between these two fighters. And that rematch is going to make a buttload of money. Um and that's the nature of the sport. That's the nature of how things work in sports these days. You know, the more the more negativity, the more, you know, spectacle, you know, it feeds into this this notion that we have to see the worst of in people to 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 see what we see here. Um, again, not a good look for the sport, but let's hope that um, we learn from this. Habib afterwards, he was kind of apologetic in his his post-fight interview, um, but yet he still listed all the reasons why he did what he did, you know, with Connor apparently attacking country, religion, family, which is uncalled for, um, but Connor likes to play that bad guy role, and he does it well. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Like I said, there's probably going to be a rematch. Honestly, I think the best fight going forward next for Habib would be Tony Ferguson. That would be a very interesting fight. It, Tony Ferguson may give him a match um, that he hasn't had before. Tony Ferguson is very good with pressure and striking, but we'll see. Anyway, that's my quick slice on this. Again, UFC 229, a great night of fights marred by not a great look at the very end. This is Walter, and I'm signing off here from Pop Culture Over Pizza. Remember, find us on Twitter at PCOP Podcast, and we're trying to get on iTunes, but we are on other platforms, so you can follow this podcast here. Later.